Good morning and welcome back to Sinister Sunrise. I'm Erin. I'm Morgan. I'm Sarah. And do you guys know what we're talking about right now? We're talking about ghosts, true crime, the human mind. Um, today, as of this recording, it's very gloomy, so there's not much of a sunrise or sunshine going on at the moment. But hopefully that changes because I need spring in my life <laughs> right about now. Yeah, we came back, me and Sarah came back from Alaska. And the fiance Andrew. And the week when we came back, it was apparently very nice here. But now it's back to 30 degrees. Alaska was colder, but I still want the sun. Yes. Yes. 100%. You guys didn't come back covered in frostbite, so we're okay. Yeah, we were bundled up like the kids from A Christmas Story. And I could barely put my arms up. You guys look very fashionable. Oh, thank you. I opted for braids. So (laughs) I did too. (laughs) It was very cute. Outside of my normal hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. Anybody else do anything fun? I know we haven't recorded in a bit. Well, I did not go to Alaska, so Alaska is pretty tame. <laughs> Someone yeah. had to hold down the fort. True. Yeah, the fort was held. Um, <laughs> barely. I'm pretty sure you guys were like, hey, should we post up something on Instagram? And I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm traveling fucking across the ocean, but yeah, it's fine. Well, when I'm not working, I get more creative, I guess, because I'm like, all the things my brain has time for. Perfect. <laughs> and hopefully all of our listeners out there, wherever you are, staying safe, washing your hands, getting yeah. that toilet paper that everyone's hoarding for whatever Good reason. Lord. It's yes. ridiculous. Do you know how many emails I've gotten? Don't forget to wash your hands for 20 seconds. Okay, <laughs> like, how did you make it this far if you don't know how to wash your dang hands? Yeah, all the posters start going up at work. We had to get extra sanitizers in our building. Wow. Well, because you can't buy them in the store. Well, yeah. The sanitizer. Which bothers me also that everyone's buying the sanitizer and stuff. And I'm like, because you don't have any or why? Like, how long do you think you're going to be in your house? Because technically quarantine is, I know, 14 or, you know, 14 to 30 days. I feel like the 30 days is, is a little extreme. But the 14 days at least, yeah. And I'm like, how many like squares of toilet paper are you using too? Like, why? <laughs> yeah, my favorite Jeez. that I've seen is everyone else during coronavirus, and it shows a picture of the empty shelves where the hand sanitizer was. <laughs> yeah, the other one is I've been preparing for this my whole life, and it's all the uh, Bath and Body Works yeah. hand sanitizers and soaps. Just you know, everybody has that. Where it's like the, just their B and B shelf. Yeah, yes. no, my soaps are solid. Yeah. I got all those covered. Yep. Mm-hmm. I got at least three on backup. A couple little mini hand sanitizers, so I don't know why everyone's freaking out. No, I was at their seasonal sale, so I'm good on soaps. I've just been stocking up on alcohol, so that's all I care about. Yeah. Especially, I still live at home, so if I have to be quarantined with my whole family, (laughs) I'm going to need a little something to get me through. What are you trying to say, Erin? Huh? What are you trying to say? That I love my family. (laughs) I love you all dearly. But I can't be... This morning already, can you guys tell? Yeah. (laughs) I can't be with y'all for that long. (laughs) I'm going to go crazy. But anyways, yeah, stay safe out there. Yeah, we're discussing the coronavirus, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's In case true. anyone didn't catch that. Yeah. The pandemic going around at the moment. The I don't pandemic. Know. If it's not hitting you, good. <laughs> where you're at. <laughs> I didn't sleep very much, guys. Just singing. I, I didn't sleep. It's pandemic. I've been watching a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, I love It's Always Sunny. <laughs> so good. You no, know, I haven't even dreamed lately because I haven't been sleeping enough. <gasps> Did you not prepare? Okay, the podcast is canceled. It's all canceled. <laughs> Jake 
I can see your notes from here. They look uh, they look good and lengthy. Well, anyways, guys, I do have the game to figure out who is going to go first. All right. Technically, the game I was going to do, I didn't bring the stuff for it because I forgot. But we're going to do something different. So I'm sure you guys have done this before, but a holding your breath contest. Oh, who can God. hold their breath the longest? So we'll each go. Whoever wants to go first can go. And then I'll time it. And then whoever has, I mean, obviously whoever holds up the longest goes first, and right. then second, and then third. So I'll go first. I'm gonna keep holding my breath while I'm holding here. We may insert right. our song in here for, for to give us some time. All Wait, right. we're all going at the same time? No, 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 no. Oh well, I did not listen. Well, we can do at the same time. Why not? Well, we notice who gets out first. Yeah, yeah. Our honest, oh, get put a hand up if you're done. We're okay. 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 All right. Never mind. Then I don't need the stuff. Alright, right. access your diaphragm. Two. What? <laughs> <laughs> I have to close my eyes because I couldn't look at y'all anymore. I know. I was trying to <laughs> fake you guys out. I was like purple violets in my head, and then I couldn't remember the words anymore, and I had to breathe. How was that helpful? You said purple violets? Yeah. In your head? I know. Say my love is dead. Say my love is Stigma love is dead. No, no, sorry. What? No. <laughs> I, st- I don't. I still in the light of stigma love, we stand. There we go. Ah. You know what? Maybe I could have held it longer if I knew the words. Also, I feel my face. How red it is right now. Yeah. So. Ooh, that's a pressure behind my eyes. Ooh. Well, Erin won. Woohoo! She made me laugh with her. Her spy eyes. Oh, again, better. I know. Mm. No. Yeah, you were not looking at any of us, and I was like, damn. Yeah, it. Sarah turned away, and then I was like. Oh no, maybe she closed her eyes. I'm telling you, I was deep in thought on this damn song. <laughs> yeah, I lost. Peter got me. So, uh, technically, so you said whoever holds it the longest goes first. Goes first, yes. Oh, so it'll be me. <laughs> well, me, I'm Morgan, last. and Sarah. Sarah, where's your rap about losing? Ooh, you're supposed to come up with one. Um, I'm sorry, excuse me? I'm sorry, what? You lost. Yet again, we're all friends, so I've already won. <laughs> Ooh, that was sputtered up a little bit, but okay. <laughs> so, go. Aaron. Me, Sarah. Exactly. So this is what it feels like. Yep. Welcome to the other side now. <laughs> All right. So if you guys are ready, I will just dive right into my story. And actually, so for my story today, this is something that's uh, still going on. This is very, very recent. Ooh. I, yeah. So maybe you guys, I would think maybe you've heard of it. So let me know if you have. Yep. It's something that just keeps on popping up <laughs> on like the news and just being like shared around on social media and it's like blowing my mind. So and yes, so now we will give a 50 minute presentation on the coronavirus and what I you would, need to do in order to I would appreciate that because I do not understand the virus. Have you listened to um so I listened to um this podcast will kill you and mm-hmm. it's so good if you just want to listen to anything. They every episode they talk about is like a different disease and they go on like seasons so they have about like 30-ish or 40-ish episodes. Um, so not too, you know, not a big amount. They do seasons, and they did an episode on the coronavirus a couple weeks ago, I think in mm. February. But they're supposed to be coming back at some point, maybe this week, I think, with an updated episode. So I'm okay. really excited. I learned a lot about it. So check them out. They're great. And they're both named Aaron, so I can't not <laughs> give them <laughs> a shout out. Why do you like the show so much? No idea. I get it. Us Aaron's got to stick together. <laughs> All right. A lot to I'm sure in today. Fantastic. All right, so this story is about missing Idaho siblings, Tylee Ryan and J.J. Vallow. So Tylee Ryan is 17, and Tylee, mm-hmm. Can you spell Ty? What is it? 
T-Y-L-E-E, Tylee. Oh, it's exactly what, okay. Tylee Ryan. And um, Joshua J.J. Ballow, who is seven years old, have been missing since September of 2019. Brace yourselves a bit. There's a lot going on in the story that I really didn't realize until I started looking up different articles. Okay. Um, and there's also just a lot of like mysterious circumstances surrounding the story. So I'm just getting right into it. According to a probable cause affidavit written by Rexford Police Lieutenant Ron Ball, Tylee was the first to disappear on September 8th, 2019. Tylee went on a day trip to nearby Yellowstone National Park with her mom, Lori Vallow, little brother JJ, and her uncle. A National Park Service camera captured her at the entrance, and a photo found on Lori's computer shows that she did make it inside the park. However, there's been no trace of her at all after that. That is the last known sighting of Tylee. She was with her mom? Mm Mm-hmm. And she's how old, I'm sorry? She's 17. Ooh, okay. On September 23rd, 2019... J.J. Fallow, and uh, he is adopted, and he also has autism, just mentioning that, was last seen at Kennedy Elementary School in Rexburg, Idaho. Lori had emailed the school to inform them that J.J. would no longer be attending because she had accepted an out-of-state job offer, and the family had to, quote, move quickly, end quote. Also, J.J. had only been at that school for three weeks at that point. Not sure if that really matters as much. I do see families kind of move around a little bit, so. I do remember this. I don't. There's more to it. I don't know. I'm I'm so excited. I I only remember the like two, the ones adopted. I knew that. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm ready. (laughs) Sarah, your mind's gonna. All right. No, you are great. (laughs) I want to make sure if you guys know it. If you don't, let me know at the end. But if you do, I I don't know the details. Like I just know like three things. Oh yeah, I didn't know all the details at all. There's a lot. No. (laughs) Well, I lay it on me. Okay. All right. On September 24th, 2019, Lori came to school and informed Principal Josh Wilson that J.J. was going to be homeschooled, and Lori filled out the paperwork to disenroll him. Okay. Pretty normal. Wilson told East Idaho News that disenrolling is, quote, a common process. There is nothing at the time that would cause us any alarm, end quote. So, again, no one is really concerned about Lori's actions. Nothing seems to be out of the ordinary. Lieutenant Romball said, quote, we have not been able to find any witnesses who have seen J.J. Ballow since September 24th, 2019, end quote. So now these two kids haven't been seen at all since that time. On October 1st, 2019, Lori rented a storage unit. When the credit card on file was declined, the owner of the unit contacted the police. Once at the scene, police searched Lori's unit and found bikes, scooter, winter clothing, um, a photo album with pictures of the children, sports equipment, and a backpack with JJ's initials. Okay, there were awesome. also blankets that had photos of the children on it. Police also gathered surveillance video around the unit, which caught Lori and her brother, Alex Cox, bringing items into and out of the unit several times. Also in October, two small Venmo payments were made from Tylee's phone to a family member. On October 25th, a text message was sent to one of Tylee's friends that said, quote, hi, period, miss you guys too, dot, 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 love ya, end quote. The friend who received this text um, later at the time when police found it told police that the message was suspicious. But I guess it didn't sound like it came from Kylie. Oh, because the three dots. What? It, it was, well, it's all... Un- grandparents said that all the time. Right? Grandparents? Oh, yeah, they always put dots on No, but... Oh, uh, yes. Is your grandma that yours? Yo, my grandma does that. Aaron's, she, Aaron's grandma will comment on stuff like, so beautiful, dot, dot, dot. 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 <laughs> That's just the way she types. She does it's it. It's more like, so beautiful. Like, it's yeah, so no, It's definitely like that. But when I read it, it's like, oh, so beautiful. 
However, there were no signs that Tylee and JJ were with them or had ever stepped foot in Hawaii with them. So, so there was a friend in Arizona? Okay, with grandma? Yeah. A court order was issued to Lori demanding that she hand over Tylee and JJ to police or child welfare authorities in Idaho by January 30th, so actually physically coming back to Idaho, handing them over, or she would face legal action. Lori did not comply. Shocker, she stayed where she was. Police received a warrant and arrested Lori on Thursday, February 20th, 2020, in Kauai on a $5 million warrant from Madison Ooh. County, Idaho. I know. They Ooh. weren't messing around. I mean, she's still in America. Like, they can go get her. It's not... Well, yeah. Definitely a flight risk. Yeah. They get her <laughs> right now. She is currently... Um, so when I put this in there, it says she was in the process of being extradited to Idaho. She is in Idaho now. Um, she will... She is in court. Not much has really started yet, but she is going to potentially face two felony counts of desertion and non-support of dependent children, and each count carries a maximum penalty of 14 years in prison, according to the prosecutor's office. So, yes. But it just baffles me that all you had to do was present the children. Where are your kids? Why? How much time does cold-blooded murder have in prison? Yeah, I have a feeling those kids are not going to pop up. I have a feeling as well. On February 26th, Lori appeared before a judge in Hawaii and requested that her bail be reduced. However, the judge said, <laughs> F you, and denied her bail request. He didn't what did say she think that, was going to happen? Right? Really hmm. What the hell? No. no. Tell us where your kids are. Maybe I'll think about it. <laughs> this is Starbucks in here. Can I please get out and get a coffee? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, bye. There's too many spooks and no cups in here. (laughs) (laughs) As of the day of this recording, not much else has actually happened with the case. So like I said, Lori is in court. Tylee and JJ are still missing. Um, Very recently, though, so on Friday, March 13th, 2020, Judge Farron Eddins removed himself from the criminal case. And I thought this was really interesting. So in in Idaho, a person has a right to, quote, disqualify a judge without reason without cause, just because, end quote, at least once in a case. And, well, Lori's attorneys argued that Judge Evans presided over her civil child custody case that happened before the criminal charges. So I guess since he's already presided over a case with her, they were like, well, you won't give her a fair trial. Oh my God. Yeah, they could say it creates a conflict. all the facts, so he should be. But again, I don't think you can bring outside stuff. Like from other cases, so probably, but which I wonder if that's. I was reading that and I'm like, oh, that's really interesting because I I can see why they decided to to do that, but I didn't know that you can just just disqualify a judge for no reason. Like, I don't know if that's everywhere. Is that just not a whole thing? I don't know. I I thought that was interesting, so I added that in. Um, Yes, a two-day preliminary hearing that was originally scheduled for next week has been postponed until, like, May 7th and 8th, after both parties agreed to the change. And a new judge at the time was not immediately assigned. I mean, God forbid everything going out in the world right now. Who knows when it's going to happen? But it just stinks that it will probably continue to be pushed back. I feel like like it doesn't happen right away. No. It's not one of our uh, rights, though, like right to a fair and speedy trial. Yep. Mm -hmm. Doesn't feel very speedy. No. I mean, I know that though. So 
in a previous episode, I mentioned I was going to do jury duty, but they canceled that. So if they canceled that until like the mid mid April, so maybe it won't affect her situation. But if it keeps on, you know, if this still sticks yeah. around, the yeah. coronavirus still sticks around, who knows how long it could potentially get pushed back? Or like it'll just be like no one else will have the courtroom except like the jury. And well, I guess so. Yeah, but they always have like so many people come in to like you know like, interview them yeah, before. Like, yeah, no reporters know. What if everything is virtual from now on? No, so <laughs> that's a world that as we're doing this podcast. I mean, it's great. <laughs> well, I mean, we're in a room doing it together. It's not like yeah, we didn't exceed the limit. Yeah, well, like ten people. step to your computer at ten fifty nine. <laughs> I don't know if we're six feet away from each other, but close enough. Don't you dare cough, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Lynn. And I'm sorry for your ears. That sound cannot sound good. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. It's all right. <laughs> so okay. even though I mentioned that not much has happened, that's actually not the end of the story. So there's a whole oh, bunch oh. of weird stuff. This wasn't Alex's, so Lori's brother's, first encounter with authorities. In 2007, he threatened to kill Joseph Ryan, Lori's third husband, um, Tylee's biological father. Alex assaulted Ryan with a stun gun and was convicted of aggravated assault. Alex was convicted for aggravated assault for that, but then, like, actually murdering, murdering someone, they were like, I'm fine. Probably because the person who's murdered came like, hey, I'm pressing charges. <laughs> yeah, very true. And Lori's very not going to say anything. <clears throat> Ryan later died in 2018 of an apparent heart attack. And Caused by stun gun. No, uh, I yeah. I don't think. But I know it's not good for me. No, I don't think he was that old either. Um, I'm going to say this guy's last name wrong, so I apologize. Brandon Baudrey, Baudreau, the ex-husband, <laughs> names are hard, <laughs> I say them wrong all the time, the ex-husband of Lori's niece, Milani, claims that Alex shot at him in October while in Arizona. Police believe the vehicle scene leaving the scene of the crime that day was regis- uh, registered to Chad Daybell. So, registered. <laughs> registered to Chad Daybell. In August of 2019, Lori, Tylee, JJ, and her brother. Alex Cox moved to Rexburg, Idaho, where Chad Daybell ends up joining them at the end of the month. Oh, Chad is the fifth husband. Yes, correct. Becomes the fifth husband. Go, Morgan. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know. There's a lot of people, so a lot of players in this game. So I apologize. If you guys want to get divorced once, fine. Divorced twice, fine. But I'm not remembering a third guy's name. I cannot do it. (laughs) And I don't even name all of them either. So. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, go on. Chad Daybell is a publisher and author who has written several books loosely based on the theology of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is largely focused on doomsday scenarios. They have some fun stories about them, yep. Ooh, yes. And he has also posted podcasts for an online organization aimed at church members who just believe and prepare for the end of times. Can we get him on our show as a special guest? I don't know if I can want that. Let's try. Ooh. And can you imagine my sarcastic ass? Like, so you're you're telling me you think it's ending tomorrow. Yeah, just just, just, just let me know. Let me do, I don't okay. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Lori was actually a guest on some of the podcast episodes too. And some of those podcasts. Both Lori and Dable were also members of this group called Preparing a People, a doomsday like prepper group. So they were real in it. Corona. <laughs> oh my god. They're probably. Sorry, sorry. I'm, what if this is it? Yeah, this could be real. Um, they say, July. Did you say my name in vain? 
sorry, Liam. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard much from them. So who knows what's going on with that group? Tylee's aunt, Annie Cushing, also told police about concerns with Lori's doomsday beliefs, saying that Lori told her at one point, quote, sometimes I think it would be better just to put my kids in a car and go off the side of a cliff, end quote. Oh, that doesn't say anything. I don't know what does. <laughs> it sounds like she had a plan. Something. Very true. mouth is a jar. <laughs> just her children, though, not herself? Well, I'm assuming she would. She's well, a- I don't know. She doesn't know herself, so. I mean... Suspend your belief that you're a god, Sarah. She's a god. She can do whatever she wants. Come yeah. on. Well, then why can't she crash it and then get up and walk away? Oh. <laughs> it sounds like she's a murderer. Okay, go on. And there are a few more mysterious things that just continue happening. On October 19th, Chad Daybell's wife, Tammy Daybell, who, I will let you know, only 49 years old, she was a pretty fit woman, and she had no known pre-existing conditions, okay. died of natural causes in her sleep, according to her obituary. What? Granted, I know that sometimes happens. Really weird, but I think in this case, red flags. An autopsy was declined before she was buried in Utah. And then two weeks after her death, Daybell and Lori got married in Hawaii. According to the Times, police obviously were starting to grow suspicious of the couple. Just noting how soon the couple married after Tammy's mysterious death, police exhumed Tammy's remains. But as of this moment, as of this time, the recording results have not yet been released. And if two mysterious deaths weren't enough, the day after Tammy's body was exhumed, Alex Cox, again Lori's brother, okay. was found dead on December 12th, 2019 in Arizona. What? He, mm-hmm. Her henchman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was discovered lying unresponsive in his girlfriend's bathroom um, at her home. Authorities have performed an autopsy on his body as well, but similar to Tammy's, no cause of death has been released. However, there have been some kind of like reports, and some people think that Alex may have actually had something to do with Tammy's death. So before Tammy's passing, she posted on Facebook, again, I don't know what day, I don't know mm. when this happened, saying that someone tried to shoot her in her driveway. Whoa. So very similar to um, Brandon, yeah. Lenise's claim in the <laughs> Yeah. So <Wait>, there's. <laughs> Did she go to the police or just post on Facebook about it? Let Tammy it just says she posted on let Facebook. Tammy she <laughs> That's how she wants to let people know about it. No big deal, but life update. Got it that shit today. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I think I only looked at like one article about that. And I was like, oh, but yes, definitely seems like Alex was kind of Lori's henchman, like you. That's and what I like that word. Like, yeah. yeah. He kind of did all maybe sorts of things. So who knows? Again, police haven't released anything, and I know those tests take a long, a, a bit of time mm-hmm. to come back. That's fair. Um, so we'll see. Ooh, what happened? Um, at this point, Chad Daybell continues to say that Tylee and JJ are safe, and Lori continues to not cooperate with police. Wait, okay, they're saying she's they're safe, but the children—they're not saying the kids are alive. Mm-hmm. In this case, safe. But also, I feel like that police just want to know that they're safe. I don't think you would come and be—I like, don't know if someone was doing the welfare check. Yes, my kids are alive. <laughs> Doesn't that sound a little weird though, true, to say true. it that way? True. I don't they know. No one's seen them in since what August. I have to be devil's advocate. I know those kids. There's, uh, I don't have. Yeah. I don't feel things about what happened. I feel like there'd be a checklist. Are they safe? Mm, are they alive? Fine. But I proved me they're safe. I, then. Well, yes, exactly. That's why Lori was told to bring them. And did she? No. no. So they ain't alive. Don't think so. I hope they are. But. The children's grandparents have offered a $20,000 reward for any information leading to the children's discovery. Joshua J.J. Vallow 
has brown hair, brown eyes, and is four feet tall. He does go by the nickname JJ. Mm -hmm. And then Tylee Ryan has blonde hair, blue eyes, and is five feet tall. So anyone who does happen to be in the area in Idaho should contact, if they have any information about these children, should contact Rexburg Police Department at 208-359-3000 or the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children at 1-800-THE-LOST. Yeah. So as of this moment, again, everything's, I mean, court case is still, I mean, hasn't really happened yet. Nothing's happened. Um, It's still continuing. So if I do get more information about the children, I really want to know where the heck they are or what happened to them. Um, I will do maybe like a little update whenever that happens. It seems like the case may be a bit slow going. And yeah, I can only imagine that whatever happened is not good. But I know there's so many people out there that just want to know. Grandparents, other family members that like just didn't see this they coming. Need, yeah, they need like the peace of mind. Yeah. Did they ever say why she's moving from state to state to state? No, she just, uh, no, I don't know. Well, she's got such extreme beliefs. I didn't know if she was like an occulty thing. It kind of is, and yeah. And that's like maybe her kids are there and she's the one who went to see them. I don't know. Something special. I'm jumping yeah. off a ledge. They have the sitter. No. Hmm. What is on Netflix? <laughs> on Netflix, there are two seasons. There might be a third out okay. soon or just recently. Um, season one is Jessica Beale. And the only, like, com- so far, the only common... Uh, actor is like this detective mm-hmm. who works a case in season one and then works a case in season two. And season okay. two is like about this like kid who's like we don't know who his parents are. He like grows up in a foster care system and like it's all about like a cult that like is near their town and it's it's wild, uh-huh. wild, wild, wild. I did read a couple articles. I mean, basically, I think she is in that situation. I mean, she's obviously in that one group. Um, preparing a people, those doomsday preppers, right. I think. Well, an article or two did kind of mention a cult, but I don't know. I mean, there wasn't a name. I don't really know right. how accurate it was, but she's definitely cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and <laughs> whatnot. So I, I hope I hope they are with some, like, the cult or, like, the, some, I hope they're being at least taken care of. Right. And getting, we don't know there's a cult. We're just jumping off a ledge, but I hope there is, and that's what they are. Yeah. I hope, I hope either their bodies are found very soon or mm-hmm. they're found, like, safe. It just, I don't know. It just bothers me. Because why? Why, why, why? I think what bothers me the most, it's so, it's such, like, a minor detail that you said, but I really don't like the fact where they, like, found his medicine. They yeah. had the pills and, like, yeah, that who knows? I mean, obviously, we could probably look up and see what it was. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, any medicine, like, I take medication. I need it daily. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine someone who, like, that could be something, like, help him, like, literally have him function so really yeah it didn't say what the medicine was for but it's yeah that was really it's disconcerting reading it and that's just like cold medicine which then yeah. yeah but i highly doubt that's what it is yeah like just also call it out if it was. <laughs> yeah exactly which also makes me think that like Lori didn't care about getting the new prescriptions and even why before she they were gone yeah exactly yeah. Did i you don't want them on it i don't know it doesn't say they just found the medicine I want to talk to Lori. I just want to get in her head. Oh, I hope do. they're doing psycho stuff on her. If you look up a picture of her, frightening. Oh, I would just say Lori Vallow, frightening. She does in like the court cases going on. She says she wants to go by Lori Daybell, which I guess she can since she's married to yeah. Chad now. But yeah, but if you just look up Lori Vallow, you can kind of see her picture and her the blonde one. Yeah, there's other pictures of her where she looks nasty. I was like, because she looks real nice in this one. Is that who's next to her? Is that Chad? Yes, correct. To be fair, she's in the that's not. What's her hair? 
I don't know what my hair would do if I was on her. It looks like she put like a weave on the top part of her head. Oh, there's her kiddos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yep. It's like a mugshot. Hey, but anyways, bad mugshot as far as mugshots go. Yeah. But I know she's crazy, so. She's she's like creepy smart lady. Yeah, she is. Oh, her daughter is so cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's got the most symmetrical face I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. So if anyone has information, reach out to those numbers. Yeah. I yeah. Hopefully, some new information will come in about you know just where they are. Just really yeah. I just wanted to talk about it because I know it's very recent. But yeah. hopefully, if the word gets out more, then yeah, something will happen. You've never said like as of today's recording. Right. This is how it is. I like that. Ooh, guys. Yes. Nancy Grace has tuned in on it. We got to watch that later. Oh, I'm sure she said. Just Many words. <laughs> yes. Well, you described what JJ looked like, so maybe we can post on our um, Instagram story. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that is my story for today, guys. So it's, you know, kind of short and sweet because it's the most recent episode, but a more recent story. But it's all I got. As long as no endings make me go home and research stuff. I know. Right. I know. It's so sad. But hopefully there will be some answers at some point soon. So yeah. I will update you guys. But I am all done. So Morgan, if you want to take over with your story, on get it. right into it. The good thing is I know yours always have endings. <laughs> or do they? Or do I do not. <laughs> she throws her notes out the window. <laughs> talking about mermaids. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Mermaids part two. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that'll be another bonus episode down the line. <laughs> oh my gosh, we can all be in those mermaid tales talking about mermaids. The knit ones I'll shut up. I don't care. So I'll okay. braid my hair. <laughs> okay, so for my topic today, um, it's Sunday, that's when we record, but uh, uh, two days ago was Friday, and it wasn't just any Friday, it was Friday the 13th, so Ooh, my topic is superstitions. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah, so uh, Friday the 13th, so um, negative superstitions have swirled around the number 13 for centuries, mm-hmm. um, and the, quote, fear of the number 13, <clears throat> Driskedekophobia. That rolls off the tongue. Yeah, there's I think really I fear right. of number thirteen. Yeah, I mean there, there's probably fear of everything. There's a phobia so for everything. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot there's... of letters, and I can actually, I think it's right. I no, should probably like listen to the uh-huh. pronunciation. I wonder if there's like a phobia dictionary or something. I feel like there's too many words out there. There's a list somewhere. So I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wonder if there's like an actual name, like a a technical name for like my fear, like mascots. Um, I'm cool. sure there are. I'm sure, I'm sure there is, yeah. Because there's a phobia for people like drowning and death and those kind of things. Could you imagine like having a fear that's like like stopped your life? Ugh. Like mine at a sporting event? Geesh. There was a girl in high school who was really scared of snakes or spiders, I don't know. And you're talking about phobias. Mm-hmm. And like our teacher, he like pulled out like a fake snake and she started bawling. Because oh. it was like it was a real phobia. It wasn't just like, oh, well, Does the teacher know? Or he just did it? No, he put it away. He's like, oh my god, like oh, I didn't okay. think anyone here actually had one. And she's like, can we just not do that right now? Yeah, like you can go on the nervous. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, yeah, there's a difference between just like not liking it and being like grossed out or like freaked yeah, out, yeah. but like. Phobia is extreme. Yeah. I, I, she had, I, like, I loosely call mine a phobia in that sense. Like, I do like kind of shut down, but yeah. not, not, yeah. So much. just like, I'm, I've cried. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so according to biblical tradition, 13 guests attended the Last Supper held on, I don't know if this is really bad, but it's Monday, Monday, Thursday, M-A-U-N-D-Y, Thursday. Okay. Um, I had to look up what that was. Again, uh, <laughs> I looked it up on Wikipedia. It is the Christian holy day falling on the Thursday before Easter. 
Um, Friday. So the 13 guests, including Jesus, plus his 12 apostles, the next day, of course, was the day that Jesus was crucified. Mm -hmm. So supposed to be the unlucky number. Oh, I had no idea about that. Nope. Mm -mm. I also went to PSR, but didn't learn much. Mm -mm. No. I went to PSR for like my whole life. I don't know. I went to a Baptist preschool. Oh, thank you. Um, and also a big part of like the way they described it was like the way that they sat around the table. You've seen the picture of the Last Supper. Apparently that was quote an invitation for death. I don't know what. Yeah, I read that and I was like, what? Have you seen the meme? I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> Where this guy breaks it down. <laughs> Do you want to explain? It? I don't know how to. Um... So like the meme. Is like so all of them are at the table and then was it Jesus is like, okay, yes. we're all we're all gonna split the bill. Yeah. Evenly. It's about evenly. a table of people who didn't want to split a bill and Jesus is like, All right, everyone, put in twenty bucks. <laughs> and they bring it over over to everyone's faces. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a thread that's kind of been going around on Facebook. It like comes and goes. Like some people I've share it some this. I, I've seen it a while ago. I don't remember the last time I've seen it. But it's like it points it to each person and each person is like I only ordered like an appetizer. Why would I? Why would I pay even for this bill? I the salad. Exactly. Yeah, something like that. So each one is just like what, and it, it's like pants on their faces, and it's yes. the best thing. But Jesus ate way more than you did, so you refuse to split the deal bill even. <laughs> oh my god! I wonder if you could like look it up on Facebook like later because it literally like yeah, well, yeah. I gotta see the whole thing. Yeah. And then there's one that's like. But you had steak and dove balls. I just had a salad. Yep. Dove balls. Yeah. And then one guy's like, it's like every Passover. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man. They're just the way they're sitting there inviting death. No one wants to split the bill. Like, oh, mm -mm. see? Unlucky. Definitely. And then also, Friday was said to be the day that um, Eve gave Adam the apple. So another ah. unlucky. That's kind of why, like, 13 was unlucky, but then it's like, why it's tied to the Friday. So gotcha. It mm -hmm. kind of comes down to the biblical sense, and then, of course, like, icing on the cake, uh, as well as when Cain killed Abel. So, mm -hmm. on Friday. So, we all think Fridays are great. No, you know, weekend is bad. That's why our work week ends on a Friday. They're like, go do your bad luck. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want you here anymore. No, <laughs> leave. Come back, Mom. <laughs> and then, in the late 19th century, Captain William Fowler uh, tried to end the number 13 stigma by by founding an exclusive society called Thirteenth Club. Oh, very exclusive. Yeah. Uh, to kind of help end the stigma, not only did he create this club, uh, they dined on the thirteenth day of the month, and they did it in the thirteenth room of the Knickerbocker Cottage. Stop. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and then before sitting down to a 13-course meal, oh, no. all of the members would walk under a ladder, uh, as well as a banner, and then it had some Latin name that was written on the banner, mm -hmm. but it translates to, those of us who are about to die salute you. Woohoo. Excuse me? He's, he's, <laughs> he's breaking it down, man. That's I'm waiting good. for them to have, like, mirrors at each section, like, okay, break your mirror, now it's time to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Courses start. Boom. I will say, I, I will end this episode with, like, a list of, I did find, like, a common list of right. um, superstitions, but I think it's funny that he's trying to, like, break the superstition of the number 13, and then the one other superstition they went with was the ladder. Like, there's so, like you said, mirrors, there's so many others, I don't mm -hmm. know why they, whatever. Because it's sustainable, you're not breaking anything. Well, they probably had a ladder at the building, they yeah. were like, this is easy enough. <laughs> 
here we go, and they just hung up their little banner next to it. And just made it a college budget. Like, well, we have a letter. <laughs> just the one we could do. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll get to, like, I'm sure what you guys have known, but a novel written by Thomas William Lawson called Friday the 13th mm-hmm. was then turned into the franchise that we know today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the very first movie, Friday the 13th, did come out in 1980. I don't even know how many there are now, because uh, your girl... Yeah, girl was a little bit. I don't. I didn't really start enjoying scary movies until probably like midway through college, and even then it was like once a year type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Never seen any of them. So add on. Is that Pizza on Freddy Krueger? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not Jason. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait. What? No, Freddy. No, Freddy. Is it Jason then? So then Jason's in Friday the Thirteenth. Okay. They're different, right? Yeah, because because Freddy comes oh, in your shoot. nightmares. Yes. So it's nightmare on the street makes sense. Okay. Okay. Obviously, none of us have really seen the movies. <laughs> no, I haven't seen those too yeah. much. No, they're like classic slashes. I like more of like uh, thrillers and like mess with your head. Sure. Yes. Yes. Who was it? No, no, no. I'm getting confused. It's been Halloween. That's Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Exactly. That's what. Okay. That's what I was confused. It's it is Jason. Michael Myers. Yep. Michael Myers is Halloween. Yeah. Who's the mask? What Michael is? Myers. That's Michael Myers. Yes. Yes. Correct. Is it Chainsaw Guy? No. I don't think it's that's Chainsaw Massacre. I don't know who he is. When you say white mask, do you mean like a, a face mask or is it a hockey goal? Not a hockey. Good. No, it's the mask, the white face. Which is actually um I know uh, uh, William Shatner. Yes. Ah it's an unpainted William Shatner mask. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he's excited by that fact or horrified. Have you ever seen there's like a there's uh, some fucking video where he's like dressed up as that and no one knows it's him he peels the mask off and he's like eh. <laughs> it's me i guess he's honored <laughs> well yeah fun with that so again today we see superstitions all around uh 13 in general is just known as an unlucky number mm-hmm. um on a lot of hotels and corporate buildings there will be no 13th floor mm-hmm. which i get because there are people who are very very superstitious but really the 14th floor is Anyway, I, correct. Oh my, who am I to yeah. judge? <laughs> yeah. um, also, I did learn this. I I guess I've never paid attention, but some airlines don't have a 13th row of seats. Uh-huh. So kind of the same concept of the like missing, like you know, floor. It's technically still the 13th row, but it's just labeled 14. Oh, is that where like your uh, exit doors are? Because it's yeah. in the middle of the plane. Oh, that would be true. Maybe. I guess and it depends on the plane. Yeah. Yeah, but they some of, some of them don't. It doesn't say all, but just some. Okay. So, according to NBCNews.com, found a general list mm-hmm. of um, some superstitions. So, obviously, Friday the 13th is on there, um, which this all ties back to my family, my little sis. Uh, her birthday is on the 13th, so every so often. Oh, my God. Yours is the 13th, too. Yeah, June 13th. So, like, there's a bunch of threes in it. Oh, do you want to hear my sister's? Because <laughs> hers is June 6th, so 6 6 I tell her she's the devil. She is the, the devil! Megan. Mm-hmm. Why do you think your birthday was like the 22nd? I don't know why I have it in my head. Yeah, I have the same birthday as Mary Kate and Ashley. Ooh. That's cool. I, cool in middle heck. school, that was a cool birthday that happened. Bitches. It was, it was Bean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously we all know someone who has like spooky on birthdays. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, everybody, your sister's like top it all off. I've always been terrified of her, and now I know why. <laughs> <laughs> It's not intimidation, you're just spooky. Mm-hmm. So, again, on the list, Friday the 13th, and then funny you should mention it, Erin, 666 is also in here. We all know exactly. the reference to the devil. Okay. Um, and it's like the end of times. And then there is the superstition of beginner's luck. 
And then there is the other one you guys have probably heard it, but the rhyme of find a penny, pick it up, you know, when it's heads yeah. up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that it actually came from an old rhyme, and the penny has nothing, is not in it at all. So yeah. the rhyme is see a pin, pick it up, all the day you'll have good luck. See a pen, let it lay, all your luck will pass away. Oh. So I guess I, I'm sitting there, like, writing it, and I was like, pin? And then I was like, oh, maybe they mean, like, like a like a needle, and if you, like, step on it, then, yeah, like, you're going to have freaking bad luck. So Yeah. Oh, that's that's where, fair. That's where my mind went. Uh, like I said earlier, walking under a ladder. Um, apparently, the reason that this is bad is it's mocking the Holy Trinity, because... What? Apparently, the way that the the ladder is again leaning against a wall, it's a triangle. So huh. Trinity. Right. I don't know. But, but you're walking through it. So wouldn't I, it be lucky? Tell me. Please, riddle me. Tell me more. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, and then another one is black cats, which get up on my soapbox for a minute. See a black cat in a shelter. It doesn't mean it's bad. A shelter should not have to have, like, Black Animal Month, where they have to reduce prices so that what? black animals get adopted. Yes. I black cats, not. black dogs are, like, the least likely to be adopted because they, quote, have superstition. No way. Yes. So, so sad. Literally, like, most Octobers, shelters will do, like, 50% off any um, black cat or, like, free adoption fee for this month of this. Yeah. It's terrible that that should, like, come on, y'all. It's 2020. Oof. Hate it. So sorry. Mm-hmm. I hate it on my little animal soapbox for a second. Oh my and, god. And speaking of animal yeah. soapboxes, rabbit's feet equal good luck. No, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, bad luck and death come in threes. That's yep. another superstition. It actually, like, and it's, maybe it's because, like, it's been, it's so well known, but, like, the whole death come in three things. Mm-hmm. I, it, I, I've had it happen in my life. Like, but mm-hmm. again, what's the time span? If you have someone pass away, of course, it's like, front of your mind so then if yeah. someone else passes away even if it's you notice it more, three yeah. months later but you're paying attention yeah you're paying attention so maybe it's just what you're paying attention to but mm. that happened you mentioned it earlier Aaron but breaking a mirror um, is the belief of seven years of bad luck this all ties into a lot of like southern traditions that I found out and other cultures around the world that okay. mirrors hold a bit of your soul so apparently <laughs> if you if they see someone pass away or if, like you're older and you're in hospice and you're gonna pass away in the home, they actually will cover all of the mirrors so that your soul cannot be literally trapped in a mirror. So mm-hmm. I've heard that. I've heard that actually. Yeah. So a little, little trippy, but that's what that whole you know thing ties into. Um the whole superstition of knock on wood. It's like when you say a sarcastic comment, you're like, oh better knock on wood, but yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not, I, I hate that I do that. it like daily. <laughs> Um, and then wishbones, so, you know, you have to oh, wish mm-hmm. after wishbone from, like, and then cross your fingers, common one. Yeah, I still do the, like, oh, are you telling the truth? Yeah, I'm totally telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one I have on the list is no umbrellas inside. Couldn't find, I didn't do a whole lot of research on why, but it's just, I, I've grown up thinking that, so it's, it's almost like these have just carried on. So, I wonder if yeah. it's just, like, bad manners to bring, like, the water inside and someone's, like, it's bad luck. It's bad uh-huh. luck. Don't do it. Don't do it. Have you guys seen those cool like reverse umbrellas? Uh-huh. They like push up so all the water like drains out. It's really cool. Oh, that is super cool. Never seen that. So, the short and sweet like errands, but mm-hmm. superstitions for you. I have another one. Ready? Which I mean, I've done a lot, and I'm sure you guys have too. Step on a crack, you break your mother's back. Yep, break your mama's back. 
That was like a jump rope round too. Heck yeah. Yeah. And then you see those kids just like stomp on the cracks. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> After you just said don't do it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> he deserved it, she. Mm-hmm. Oh, mama. But nothing for dad, though. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is pretty. It's yeah. hard to make the list. Yeah. I, I, can't I, remember, I remember that one. Yeah. Just as like a kid. I'm like, I can't do it. Has a whole <laughs> My little poor mom. Of course we remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Thanks, Morgan. Yeah. You guys consider yourself superstitious? I knock on wood. Yeah, I knock on wood sometimes. And yeah. I broke a lot of um, mirrors. What? Really? Yeah. Moving in out of college. Do you think you have bad luck because of, of it, or did you just broke a mirror? Uh, we'll find out if we get any podcast listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, we already have 80. I think we're all right. We're doing good. And we have some international listeners. Thank you, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Germany and where was the other one? Britain. Britain and Germany. Yep, Britain and Germany. Mm-hmm. Thank you for our international listeners, wherever you are around the world. Yeah. We appreciate you. We Thank do you. blessings to you. Thank yeah. You. And blessings. Fantastic. So, yeah, uh, again, I'm short and sweet, but with that, Sarah, pick it up. Okay, I'm ready. All right, ladies. Are you ready to learn about something today? Educate me, ma'am. Yes, Something please. sinister. Yes, yes. Okay, so I'm going to delight your ears with mass psychogenic illness. I don't know what that is. Oh, wait. You're not familiar with that? Is it, no one when, is it when everyone thinks they're all sick, but they're not sick? Erin. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's also called mass hysteria or hysteria. So it's also called, it has a bunch of, it's a man by many names. So we also can call it collective hysteria or collective obsessional behavior. Just to make it simple for our tired brains today, which by the way, if we sound a little low. There are geese! <laughs> our mics are so good. <laughs> and now our guest stars are coming in. We're going to open the window. Let them in. I just had to interact at Walmart and make bird noises. Sarah. Oh! Oh! But why? Why, Sarah? Why? We didn't have phones yet. All right, I was bored. True. My mom got mad at me. So I would wait for someone to like open up. Like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I was a weird you're, child. Sarah, here. you're causing mass hysteria around here in this rare room. Probably. Probably. <laughs> okay, so according to Wikipedia.com, uh, oh, wait, sorry. So if we sound groggy this morning, Morgan kept us up till like one o'clock in the morning playing games of the drinking variety. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're bugging her. Whoa. <laughs> All Morgan's fault. Listen, did y'all have a good time? Mm-hmm. Then I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying you should be sorry, but okay. I did provide snacks, so mm, I do love a good salty chip. Mm-hmm. Okay, so according to Wikipedia.com, which is one of the sources I use, along with Oh, there's a line through it. Yes. <laughs> it's the same way, though, isn't it? Or is it yeah. Different? Okay. I also use medicalreviewtoday.com, lordsandladies.org, and verywellminds.com. I'm so sorry. That's your face. That's a picture you want this episode? Yeah. Huh? Okay. So, according to Wikipedia, it's defined as when collective illusions of threats, real or imaginary, through the population and society, result in rumors and fear. So I know that's a lot of words this morning, so I'll boil it down. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, a group of people believe something that's the same. Like, they all have the same belief that scares them, mm-hmm. and this leads them to act hysterically or crazy. Yeah. Can I tie this in real quick? Sound familiar? Aaron's story is, like, when they're in, like, a group. Right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. They all have similar conclusion. beliefs. 
Huh? Lori. 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 Yes. Yeah. Lori was a victim of mass hysteria. Oh, sorry. You know how I like to do that. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. Yes. So the most common type of mass hysteria is mass psychogenic illness. That's what I opened up with. Um, and this is when a group of people think they all suffer from the same ailment. So an example would be if you find out someone has lice at your school, and then every time you feel a slight sensation on your head, you're like, oh my god, I have lice. World ending. I've done the same thing with, like, pink eye before, because yeah. that, goes around, that kind of spreads around, you know? And I'm just like, it was my eyes twitching. Something's going on with my eye. I almost went, because there was one time we were all hanging out, mm-hmm. and we were um, out around Beaufort. And I literally, Beaufort? Yeah, <laughs> Literally thought I was getting it, so I, like, on my phone, I was like, oh, I'll just schedule an appointment. And then I started looking at my eye, and I'm like, I think I'm going crazy. Like, I thought there was stuff coming out of it, and maybe something was just in my eye, you know? Yeah. And it came out, and my eye wasn't irritated anymore. So then I had to call and be like, I'm canceling. I thought I had this. And I think the lady <laughs> on the other line was like, what? And I'm like, bye. Don't ask me a question. Bye. I swear I'm an adult. <laughs> bye. Okay, something else I used to do. I used to rub my eyes to turn pink. And I told my parents I had pink eyes, so I had to go home <gasps> Why? All I did was just say I had a headache. No, and then I had to wear sunglasses in class. Because they were saying the light was hurting my eyes. Oh. <laughs> None of this stuff was cool. I just did it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, bird girl, let's go. We already started this podcast. You can't not be my friend now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Please don't stop being my friend. <laughs> hey, la- we already been through that last night when I was like, here's my new rat babies. And Sarah was like, oh, they're so cute. And I'm like, they are cute. I'm just scared to touch them. Yeah. And my lizards. Oh, they were so cute. They're cute from behind the glass. Okay, we can also see this in the coronavirus. I was going to say that. Yeah, full topical. And while I'm not going to pretend I understand the virus completely, anyone can see that it has led to mass hysteria. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we coughed in an airport or a supermarket, people stare at us in horror. Convinced it's Corona. The Corona. If you like Corona. And worse yet, we may worry that we already have it or we're carrying it. And we don't know if we're spreading it to others. So because it's caused a panic, we can see the larger effects. I mean, mm-hmm. there is no toilet paper or worse, bagel bites at any of the damn stores. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. I can live without toilet paper, but I love bagel bites. <laughs> I had to get a Jack's pizza, which is fine, but not when you want a bagel. Not, bite. not when you want bagel bites. No. Mm-hmm. Are you guys bagel bite people or pizza rolls? I like both. Different times. I do like around Desert Island. Only I had to pick one. one. Probably pizza. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, all right. right. I'm really sorry. More bagel bites for me. All these have pizza rolls, so that's why. So I've had I have them more readily available. Yeah, but I do love me a good bagel bite. Lowry's on that. Mm, mm, mm. As if they're not already (laughs) full of sodium. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, it's causing panic, and we can see everyone is turning into doomsday preppers, which is not the norm. (laughs) <laughs> mass hysteria and i'm not saying it's always bad but being prepared i mean it is a useful way to deal with stress but the way we're doing it is not helpful for anyone and yeah mm-hmm. it's just an observation of how we're acting in crisis yeah like with the media great i think everyone needs to be informed mm-hmm. right i completely agree with that i don't know if the media has been like get toilet paper get this i don't yeah, think that's been going on I, I guess because of like the quarantine that's what i think people think oh my gosh i'm gonna have to stay in my house yes. for so long that they're just like let's stock it up which I know there's been, you know, like pictures going around. Obviously, there's, like, there's no toilet paper or, like, barely any. So I've seen pictures of, like, all these people with tons of it. And I think it's hard to assume whether or not, like, maybe it's for, like, an office or a company. Because I feel like they're also going out and trying to get stuff, too. But I know people are hoarding it. 
Like I went to my esthetician yesterday and she was like, yeah, I literally was out of toilet paper. Like I'm out. So I went to, I think she went to like Walgreens and got, you know, two little packs, two small <laughs> packs. And then like the cashier there was like, oh, are you also hoarding like what? toilet paper? Yeah. For the coronavirus. And she's like, no, I'm actually out of toilet paper. Well, Clay and I buy that in bulk anyway because we have Sam's memberships. I'm thinking yeah. about taking some out and then some black market. Twirl, twirl, I think people are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the square, and they're also about a selling squirts of hand sanitizer. One squirt for a dollar. Come on, uh-huh. like, got, I think I read somewhere kid got suspended for doing that, like twenty five cents a squirt. He was making money. I mean, hey, there's a profit to be made. He's got to make that money back open. We're in America. I don't know why I shut that down. Yep. Okay, so like all things I talk about, mass hysteria is not new. Um, one of my favorite instances of this is in the Middle Ages, a French nun just started meowing. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> and then, like, for no reason. And the crazy thing is, all the other nuns in her convent started to meow with her. And it became a daily thing. Each of them, at a specified time in the day, would all get together and just meow. As you right. do. That's how we warm up, actually, for this podcast. <laughs> well, if it was just the one nun, I would have been like, well, maybe she thought... She was a cat. Because you know there's, there's people like that. Right. Who right. think they are. Animals. Yeah. I knew it. No. She started it and then everyone else was like, oh no, let's go meow. I guess I need to meow. You're just, yeah. This is what we have to do. Yes. Well, it freaked out the villagers and the community <laughs> around it. I bet. And they called the cops. The police, I guess, back then. And the police showed up <laughs> the convent and threatened to whip the nuns until they stopped. Oh. Drastic <laughs> measures. Do you think they stopped? No. no. Take a drink. They stopped. Oh, okay. Yeah, miraculously. They realized they were getting in trouble for it. The syndrome had gone away. Whoa. Did they start barking? Just like that. (laughs) They did something new. No. Yeah, so mass hysteria happens. It's always happened. And it can be caused by a couple different factors. So the first one is an environmental incident. So this could be like a boil order on water in your neighborhood. Mm. And... Okay. Yeah, so like then you think like, oh my gosh, I had water yesterday, I'm like contaminated. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and in, in 2009 in Afghanistan, which is wartime for them, a lot of um, poisonings were being reported by students. They reported dizziness, fainting, and vomiting, and they were concerned that the Taliban was poisoning their water supply because they were in a very scary environment. So mm-hmm. the UN and the World Health Org took this very seriously and started investigating, but there was no poison. Whoa, and they're all just sick. Or did they just think they were? I think they just thought they were sick. Okay. Yeah, so there's no poison in students' blood or the surrounding areas. So they attributed it to mass psychogenic illness. Hmm. Like, that's just how quick it goes, though. Like, you're under tense yeah, environments and things are scary. Yeah. yeah. One I'm person sure says like one fighting. thing and yeah. it just keeps on passing. Yes. So the second would be seeing others inflicted. So just by seeing someone else with an ailment and with the help of media, hysteria rises and you soon think anything wrong with you is that ailment. Uh, uh, Corona. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> just a little quick story. Sorry, I don't want to cut in. No, you're good. <laughs> Literally, so a couple days ago, my mom like hadn't really been feeling well, but she didn't know what it was. And then we went to Alaska and then I came back. She was still kind of like just coughing a bit. So one night she was, or maybe it was before we left. Anyways, she was coughing really loud <laughs> one night. And my dad one day was, damn it, I thought you had the corona. You oh were just <laughs> coughing, coughing, coughing. I mean, she was coughing pretty loud, but still, I was like, I don't know. That's all you need for corona. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'll stay in my dance space. Have you guys heard of the, uh, 
the dance mania that took yes. place in the 1300s. Yes, yes, yes. I've heard of this. Have you? It's so interesting. Tell me about it. Okay. So it happened several times throughout history, but the most um, reported one was in the 1300s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically a bunch of people in Europe would just dance in the streets for extended periods of time. And not like fame in the 80s dance movie, but like to the point where they would collapse and die from exhaustion, heart attack, or strokes. Yes, they would see one person dancing and then it would just keep going and going and going like, Oh, Morgan, you're dancing? Oh, I feel it. I feel the dancing. Oh, it's like that Fast Pass commercial for um, MasterCard, I think. Okay. Uh, dance through, dance and we'll tap you through the bus station or the, the subway. So all everyone has to like dance and there's just like a little girl at the end just like going crunk and then everyone mm-hmm. dancing. It's, mm-hmm. a good, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a good time though. <laughs> Not back then. <laughs> no, things got out of hand. They are stroking fast. out from dancing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So people thought they were cursed from St. John the Baptist or St. Vitus. And to stop the dancing, they would have to pray to one of those saints. But I don't know how you would do that while you're stuck dancing, so that was probably what happened. And you said it happened multiple times throughout history? Yes. Wow. Not just once. It was multiple times. I've only heard of that one. Weird. It happened um, in the 1300s and the 1700s. So the last would be social or emotional pressures. Um, this could be famine or poverty, or in the case of the nuns, which we talked about earlier, the meowing nuns. A convent wasn't always a place women wished to be at. Mm-hmm. In, like, the Middle Ages, there weren't asylums. There weren't any mental health treatments or none that you would ask to have. I'll plug for those in a different episode. But convents could be a place that a family would place their unattractive daughters, someone who was oh. disabled, or even a widow who had no income of her own after her husband died. I mean, <gasps> it wasn't always bad. Like, for some people, being convent simply meant they had regular meals and an education. And they were, you know, pious and being right with God, which is mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Plus, it's rumored that convents were very strict places. Anyone shocked by that? No. Oh, no. No, Mm-mm. I figured. So, once you joined a nunnery, though, you couldn't really get out. Like, it wasn't as easy to leave a nunnery. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's the meowing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, as you can imagine, this can lead to pressures. And I listened to another podcast, um, Things You Should Know. And they yeah. were saying, mm-hmm. they were saying, um, there was also a lot of pressures, like, because they were so strict and you could never be good enough, like, righteous enough with God, like, you always had to pray, that would lead people to break sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, lead to pressures. So pretty crazy, right, ladies? Mm-hmm. Yes. So in VeryWellMind.com, they described mass hysteria as a very dangerous and extreme form of groupthink, which I agree with, especially when you consider that in most cases, hysteria is happening because groups of people are coming up with information quickly instead of actually evaluating that information. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. If we're taking it's... it, playing telephone, it just, it's really terrible. Phone tree going wrong. Oh my goodness, yes. 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 So, I mean, I hated that game. <laughs> I always was so bad at that game. Like the phone, telephone, whatever yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah. You whisper in your friend's ear and then you have to say the next thing. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what they said. So I just come up with the most random thing. Yeah, I was the one. Yeah, I, was the one. Up. <laughs> I always messed it up. Damn, they're Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, humans, we're storytellers of our nature, but we also don't have great memories. So it's inevitable that if people, like if enough people think one way, it's going to turn into mass hysteria. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it is most likely to occur when a respected or persuasive leader is present. Again, this isn't always negative, but people do always need to check their own facts and not just conform simply because someone is persuasive. And whenever a society is isolated, like at a convent, or if intense social media is present, or any kind of media. Yet again, sound familiar, ladies. How much media is on the coronavirus right now? For a lot. All of it? It's all here. I uh, keep my... (laughs) 
I listened to, I was into Bluetooth because mm-hmm. I had my car for four years and I finally figured out that I had Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome. Yeah, welcome to, you know, whatever century we're in. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I I figured out that, well, it only took me like six tries. When I have Bluetooth hooked up, when I turn my car off, it switches the Bluetooth off. So when I get back in my car, it switches it to FM mm-hmm. because that's whatever I was just like on. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't turn the volume back to normal. Yes. So yes. it's like, like, oh, so yeah, same with my so I have it on AM because for some reason it just comes in quieter. So okay. when I forget to turn my volume That's down, fine. I don't die. Every single thing on the AM radio has been Corona, Corona, Corona. Or yeah, um, some old lady calling into whatever station's on. I have a plant and it has large waxy leaves, and like this guy's trying to help you like, identify <laughs> what plant it is. So it's either Corona or plants, but yeah, I, it's everywhere, mm-hmm. even on the AM. Fair enough, but it's leading to this like crazy hysteria, which yeah. I think people yes. need to just calm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least there have been some pretty great memes that have come to I would say that's at least one possible. Yeah, yeah. True. Now that there's a little bit of light. Well, no, and like all these, <laughs> like Netflix and stuff is capitalizing on this. Like, oh, while yes. you're quarantined, like, or no, sorry, I saw a list of like top 10 things to watch on Netflix while you're quarantined. Yep. <laughs> yes. Well, you said like even your like, like European wax center has emailed me. We're being oh, clean. everybody's emailed me. Yeah. We still come we get still waxes. Co- yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my esthetician yesterday because I was running a little late. It was raining and I woke up a little late. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, I'm here. She was like, they didn't, haven't had any like cancellations. And mm-hmm. she was like, I mean, I completely understand that people cancel. But she's right. like, we're already in their spa, so they have to already be clean. And she's like, I mean, if you need everything extra, mm-hmm. like, you should be fine. We'll let you know if anything changes. And I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. But yeah. I went to like Marshalls and stuff yesterday, and they all had on um, latex gloves to check you out. Wow, really? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I went to Marshalls and I went to um, Home Goods. I went to Texas Roadhouse, and one woman was like checking people in for like getting tables, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and she had on gloves, but she was also handling the uh, buzzers. Okay. But they were doing a really good job of like yeah. wiping those every time they gave them back, and That's then. Good. Um, our server was just really good. She was like, here is your bill fold, you know, a little black thing, right. whatever, and with a with a sanitized pen. Like, they literally had to say it every time. So, like, yeah. they literally, and then, like, she collected it. She's like, is this okay? I need to go clean it. Like, they're being very verbal with it. Mm-hmm. Which, bro, she's too I know. I just signed up for an HR class. Um, I can't explain for it, which is nice, but basically how to handle, like, coronavirus scares and people working mm. from home. Like, yeah. You know, wow. Making sure everyone's productive. Basically. It is <laughs> crazy. Hysteria. So after researching this, I know mass hysteria or any of the names that you want to call it is unavoidable, but we can definitely combat it. Uh, so in a world where we have so much information at our disposal, sometimes mm-hmm. too much, it is really important to take it upon ourselves to do our own research on events and make sure we have time to evaluate them before we just start spreading more information. Yes. So never follow the media or someone else blindly. Mm-hmm. And stay calm and stay away from the bagel bites. Okay, can I just make one request? <laughs> just, just stay away. There was tons of Red Bull left, which surprised me. I capitalized on that a little bit. Everyone's taking advantage of the home and napping. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Y'all wants to be awake. <laughs> Y'all are You're telling me I can stay in bed and do work? Hell Ooh. yeah! No, whenever I'm home, I am so like get your work done. Ooh, let's look at closet plans. How can we get closer here? How can we do this? That is true. I'm very distracted. I'm focused on my work, but also mm. like I could be like organizing my office right now. Like, no, see that's so yeah, that's how I am, but I'm not focused about like work, work. Like yeah. if I decide to take anything home, it doesn't get done. So <laughs> I do other things. 
So anyway, that's all I have. So like I said, stay calm, stay with my bagel bite, and be good to yourselves, guys. Corona is not going to kill us all, I don't think. Yeah. I haven't done that much research on it, to be honest. It, I'm I confused mean, by it. Well, from what I've seen, it but seems I will, like we... I spread what I think it is. Yeah, because <laughs> it seems like the demographic we were in, we would be okay. With the yeah. sy- having the symptoms suck, yes, it's going to last for a bit. But it seems like it just affects people with compromised immune systems, so older, you know, individuals. It's a baby. Yeah. And some babies. I've heard it doesn't present as much like in children. That's what I've heard. Just wash your damn hands. But yeah, so I think I yeah I think we're all right. Just know like who to contact if you do feel like you're having symptoms. So don't just go anywhere. You have to call. So yes. They can set things up. And don't make a joke about it. If you like are sick, don't like oh, I feel bad. I have the corona. Like I mean, we're all joking about it now. But like the company that is my client, I don't want to say it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a place where you have to go in person to get the, your services done. Mm-hmm may or may not be taxes and I literally had a like an upper management call our facilities line because they because they said someone was in and coughing so they they do special precautions and apparently like I guess it was their HR or whoever's in charge contacted that guest and he's like oh yeah I got tested positive for corona but I had to get my taxes done oh what yeah, so this sent all of us into a real whirlwind. Next, they, later that night, they did comedy versions like, oh, I was joking. Oh, that's a terrible that's, joke. Yeah, exactly. that's not a good so, joke. Why would you ever do that? Keep it to the memes. <laughs> like, let's not joke that you actually have it. Yeah. <laughs> if you do have it, hopefully you feel better. Quarantine yeah. yourself. Listen to what they're saying. Please don't go out and spread it. Yeah. <laughs> keep us to your podcast. Yes, yes, yes. I heard we'll keep Monster on. Sunrise is what you should binge when you're at home. Yep. <laughs> that's what it is. It's a perfect time to do it. Yeah, <laughs> come spook and listen. And send us some emails yeah. at podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you have any contact with coronavirus, go ahead. Any crazy stories about it? Any things from the grocery store that you wanted but couldn't have? Perfect time to send us any um, requests for stories or anything you have that you want us to talk about, too. Yeah. So. Any dreams you may have had, nightmares? Yeah. Any ghost contact? Yeah. Let me know. I'm very yeah, we're yeah. here for you guys as much as we're here for ourselves. So yeah. anything you want to, want to talk about. Mm-hmm. I have a leather up stories to look up, but I want to see what you guys want yeah. to hear. Help spark, so. our, help spark our minds. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a past topic, like let's say you had something really crazy happen to you after you broke a mirror. Let me know. I really do care. I really want to know. Yeah. <laughs> we can keep a tally. Who has the most broken mirrors? So far it's you, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, so far it's you. <laughs> okay, so basically what would happen, by the way, is I would get those big cheap ones from Walmart, like 15 bucks, that go over the back of your doors. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I would try and move myself out and in of these dorms every time. So I don't need no man. Well, I'm an idiot because I I don't need a man, but I do need to An extra set of pants. Well, I'm just doing things. I would, like, have my near setting on things and it would topple over or I would uh-huh. close my door on it because I was, like, trying to move out of towers. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I broke, like, three or four. All right, guys, with that, hope you enjoyed our stories today. Yeah, it was no sinister sunrise to get you through your days. Thanks for listening. Bye.